Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello everyone, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Chicken Noodle Scoop. I'm Gabby. And I'm Lexi. And we're the Fuller Sisters. Order's up. The scoop is hot and ready to be served. Chicken noodle scoop. You know what's crazy? One day we're not like what? we're still what's gonna crazy? be the Fuller Sisters, but like we're not gonna be the Fuller Sisters. We're gonna have different last names eventually. I don't think I like that. I'm not changing my last name. I don't is think this I news am to either. you. No, but like you know what I mean. <laughs> like, I'm just not. <laughs> I'll hyphenate it maybe, but like I'm. I don't be think Dr. I ever Fuller. thought about the fact. Like I've thought about my last name changing. I thought about yours changing, but I don't think I've ever thought about the fact that ours are gonna be different than each other that's why we're just not going to change them okay they're cool. just not yeah, going i don't like it they're just so, not <laughs> okay never mind we're gonna be fuller sisters sorry forever. husbands <laughs> okay well this week we are doing another advice episode it was highly requested and we haven't done one in a bit so we were like you know what let's answer your questions plus we like chatty episodes you guys like chatty episodes so we're just gonna chat about your lives because ours are boring chatta 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 you never stop talking what the heck is that you don't know that tiktok Ugh. No, I don't know that TikTok. I'm culturally swine. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Okay. Anyways, why don't we first talk about the weekly scoop? How was your week? What did you do? I do. Okay. I feel like I don't even know what you did. I don't either. What did I do? Oh, well, I had. I mean, my normal week. I well, no. Monday we were closed for a hurricane, so I had a nice day off. It ended up being sunny all day. It didn't even rain once. It's like this. Literally, there's been a hurricane every single year I've lived here, and luckily knock on wood we've never gotten hit so they always like cancel everything and then nothing ends up happening but so that was monday tuesday i got to coach cat four by myself which wasn't the first time but it's the first time in a while now that they have like a routine and stuff and that was really fun and then everything else was pretty typical week except yesterday which is now saturday when we're recording this yesterday i decided to start decorating for christmas i got all my videos pre-filmed already for to go up in november so i was like it is time to start filming for vlogmas getting those edited and ready to go so i can post as much as possible and i just love having the apartment decorated it just makes me so happy i don't care how early it is i don't care your opinions on waiting till thanksgiving first of all i feel like thanksgiving is grouped into the holiday season with christmas I feel like it's gotten later and later. I don't remember remember it being that close to like December before, but I guess I'm just an idiot and it has, but But it's yeah. like you decorate for fall, you don't decorate for Halloween. So like you decorate for fall, like September, October, and then I'm decorating for like the holiday winter season. It's not like I'm necessarily decorating like nothing in my apartment says Christmas. I feel like it's all no, just I the agree. holiday season. I think that is a good way to put it. Fall decor, September, October, winter decor slash holiday decor, November, December. Yes. So that's what I decided Maybe to Maybe January. <laughs> and I love it. I was extremely overwhelmed. I went to Hobby Lobby for the first time ever down here by myself. And I, I told her it was going to be a lot. to do. It was a lot. There were so many people. so good. Oh, so much. And all their Christmas stuff was 50% off, which I'm very surprised by because I feel like normally holiday stuff or just any type of decor goes on sale after the season. So shout out to Hobby Lobby for being on top of it and having 50% off now. That was great. So I got a whole bunch of stuff, got it pretty much set up. And as soon as we're done recording this, I'm going to decorate the tree and I'm very excited for that. So that was my week. How was yours, Lex? Well, I finally convinced Sean yesterday to let me put up the holiday stuff and get rid of the fall stuff, but we are waiting to do the tree until after Thanksgiving. We're hoping to have some sort of small, very intimate family gathering on the Friday after Thanksgiving to do a little Thanksgiving dinner. We will see because the COVID stuff around here is ramping up like crazy, so I got tested again at school. I am negative again, so yippee ki um sean and i have decided that since it is not appropriate slash we can't really travel anywhere right now we are taking like a long weekend trip just to new york city so that we're staying in state we're going to be obviously very safe we're going to make sure that we're negative before we go anywhere as well as during and when we come back 
it's easy for us to get tested here. Um, we're going to wear masks. We, we just have never taken a trip, quote unquote, just the two of us. So today I booked ice skating at Rockefeller Center outside. Hopefully that all stays open. Hopefully it stays open. Yeah. Just everybody do your part. Stay home, wear a mask. I really want to do like the things that I can safely without it being completely shut down. So that is our goal. We will see. So we have that to look forward to at least. Um, this is my last week of school coming up that Ooh. I am in person for because they decided that we are not coming back after Thanksgiving break between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It was only like a week and a half or something, but either way, it'll be nice to be home Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then online class Tuesday, Thursday. That does mean final season is coming. I'm not looking forward to that, but at least I will be home more. So, I mean, as far as patient interaction and like getting clinic stuff done, not great, but that's okay. We will figure it out. Um, I don't think anything else exciting happened this week. Oh, I've been getting, I got this like Essie Gel Couture top coat and like an Essie green polish. And I will say they are still holding up strong. So that is the real deal top coat. I normally, my nail polish chips off like right away and it's been a few days and they're not chipping at all. So nice. very excited about that. My nails have been um, bare and look like a 12 year old boy for the past like four months. If mine are bare, I bite them down to nothing. So that is why I painted them. And I think that's it. Truly, I don't think anything else exciting happened this week. Sean's been working away in the basement doing his woodworking for Christmas orders and things like that. So we've just been not really leaving the house, which is good. Not that we have anywhere to go, but just been sitting on the couch watching old Vlogmas videos. Oh, Gab, I did want to tell you today I watched Alicia's Vlogmas videos yes, from last I year for the first time. Yes, I snapchatted you back. Oh, I didn't see that, but... I will look at that in a second. But the intros are so cute. I wish we were like at the point where you could do that because I would love to think of the concepts for I your know. intros like that and like produce them. Like that is my dream. I just think it would be so fun. But yeah, that was fun. I didn't watch all of them because there were some videos that like just didn't sound like I needed to watch them. But I watched the ones that seemed interesting. I'm a little behind on that. But I will be saying I saw – I will be saying <laughs> – I will say I saw TK um, – posted on her story that there's vlogmas merch coming out and i loved the green sweatshirt last mm. year and i'm mad i wasn't like a viewer because i would have bought one so i'm probably gonna buy one this year if they're cute i, I just I'm like the idea of those. having a sweatshirt that says vlogmas especially for both of our first vlogmases oh my gosh like, actually happening all right yeah. anyway we have rambled on long enough let's get into the episode <laughs> so first question Oh, anyway, so we put on all of our Instagrams, actually, the podcast Instagram, yeah. my Instagram, and Lexi's Instagram to leave anything you needed on, anything you needed advice on. So it ranges from a little bit of everything. We have, like, healthy eating. We have some relationships, friendships, family stuff. Like, I feel School, like we got a little bit. Things yes, like that. Literally everything. We really so. stocked up on questions. So if we need to do a part two on this and you guys want to hear it, we definitely will because we have a lot of questions here. So let's get to it first episode what <laughs> great this is going really well please first. guys it'll get better i promise i read please the wrong with word us. wait can i tell a story i was on tiktok and because i was reading the word advice episode but i was on tiktok and someone was listening to emma chamberlain's newest podcast and i guess they were working at a restaurant with an airpod in and she just said the word vagina and he went to go to the customer and asked do you want your receipt and he said do you want your vagina <laughs> okay anyway that is what i just did but not the word vagina with the word episode okay how to tell your parents and friends you're seeing a counselor slash therapist i don't even remember i feel like i didn't even know when you first went to therapy when i first went to therapy i don't know if i told anybody so here's my first thing don't feel like you have to tell anybody when you want to and you think that you have a good support group then I would say go for it, but don't feel like you have to. As far as me, I went for just dealing with my own stress and like managing my own thoughts and anxiety. Um, so I feel like eventually I just like casually said like my therapist or I'm seeing a therapist. I don't know. I get that it's scary at first, um, but there's no reason for anybody to think negatively. Like I said, I always think that everybody should see a therapist because it helps just like understanding your own thoughts and emotions and I feel like it has helped me become a much more stable human being in all aspects of life but I don't know I would say just say like hey listen I am dealing with xyz and I wanted to see a therapist and if those people really love you they would understand and they'd be like that's great work on you I feel like a lot of people have a lot of 
stereotypical yes and also like (laughs) well yes but also nerves of even taking that first step if you don't know where to find a therapist or if you're trying to bring that to a family member before you even go and I must say they like Lexi went to one at school so many schools have them for free I mean I'm sure it's not free it's hidden in your tuition somewhere but so many have them at school where you can just go whenever for free you can do what I did after the breakup was better help online because obviously we were in the middle of pandemic and I didn't have time to like go to therapists around town to actually find one that fits so that's another way you can do it just online through like the comfort of your home you don't have to actually go anywhere but I do feel like a lot of times it's the harder conversations at the very beginning of you reaching out to help for wanting to get help so if you can find a way to do that on your own whether it's school online if you know of a friend that goes to one that she likes and like she said don't feel obligated that you have to share this with everyone or share what you're talking about to everyone it's your own life you're making first of all I'm proud of you if you're making this decision for yourself because it's only going to make you stronger and really just understand yourself better and yeah whenever you just feel that you are comfortable with it I feel like everyone would be accepting of it I mean at first I'm not gonna lie I didn't tell anybody besides Maddie my college roommate and best friend she's the Mm -hmm. only person who knew at first um at the time my boyfriend that I was dating at that time didn't even know Um, It was something I wanted to do on my own and I didn't want to tell people solely just because I wanted it to be something that I was doing for the right reasons. Um, So that's why I did that. Going off of that, we had another question that I just might as well talk about now that said tips when you are starting therapy, finding the right therapist. Um, I get that it's scary when you go to your first therapy session. You're like, what the heck is this? You have no clue what to expect. Trust me, I've been there. It is. Um, And I will say I went to my first therapy session at school hated the person that they not that I hated the person it was just not a good match the therapist that they assigned me was not a good match I didn't go and then a couple weeks went by and I was like you know what let's try this again redid the assessment and they matched me with somebody that was much better um don't feel bad to tell the therapist hey I don't think this is the right match or tell you know the office that you're going to or whatever because they get it they don't like therapists understand and they want to be matched with somebody that is a good match for them too so don't feel bad I guess saying that if it's not but give it a good chance um give it one or two sessions if you feel like like it's not like my therapist and I had a lot in common at all so I was nervous that it wouldn't be a good fit but she was just really understanding and very kind and just like also wasn't afraid to give me tough love if I needed it so that was that and then we just kind of outgrew each other and I stopped going to her just because we kind of felt like we hit where we wanted to on all of the things I wanted to work on. So that is that, I guess. Don't be afraid to try a couple different ones until you get the right fit. But like she said, ask around to a friend. Um, a lot of colleges or high schools even have free therapy or counselors to talk to. Um, or like go on Yelp and read reviews. That's my tips for that. Yes, I second that. It shouldn't be something that feels like a chore or feels hard for you. So don't feel guilty. You know, even if it takes a few tries to get the right one, it should be someone that you feel really comfortable with and you can actually get all the benefits out of it, right? Mm -hmm. Next question. Well, not even a question, but advice for test and school anxiety. We had like five or six questions that all related to this. I feel like this is big right now because it's starting to get to final season and just all those tests at once and I remember this is like my least favorite part of the semester every single year mm-hmm. so I feel you sister but what is your best advice I feel like you do struggle with it a little bit more than me and then I'll give some of my tips um I think just knowing that if you are putting in as much effort as you can and time blocking and like time management and things like that you won't Like, no matter what the result is, you did all you can do. So, stressing over, like, the actual test or anxiety, like, trying to, I guess, like, stress over the actual thing isn't going to help with results. And it's only going to actually probably make it worse and harder to study. Um, Going off of that, we have a bunch of questions also, like, how to recover from bad exam grades and academic failures and expectations. And I think this is where a lot of tests and school anxiety stems from. At least for me, it was oh my gosh, you know, if I'm not doing this, this, and this, I'm going to fail this test, and then I'm going to fail this class, and then I'm going to fail out of school. And it's like, you can't think like that. It's called catastrophic thinking. It does not help anyone. And guess what? If you do poorly on a test, who cares? Gabby and I were both in the exact same boat at the same time. I was in dental school. She was in college, and we were like, we're going to get freaking bees in this class for the first (laughs) time ever, and it's going to suck. But you know what? 
life moved on and we moved on and we are fine. It's not like we stepped out of the house the next day and people were throwing tomatoes at us telling us we suck. I literally got in my car and I cried about it. I got Chick-fil-A. I went home. I had a full on. It was like winter semester. So I went ice skating. I made Christmas cookies. And I never cared about it again because I was like, first of all, my advisor literally told me my GPA was too high. She's like, I know you're normal, but like if an actual employer was looking at your GPI, G- G- what is happening with me? GPA. Obviously your GPA wasn't too good because you can't even say it. She's like, they don't want people with all A's. Like, it seems like you don't have anything else going on in your life. And I was like, well, And then guess what? She does YouTube for a career and they definitely don't care about her grades. I was like, well, so. if only you knew how much I was doing in life. But literally, the second it was done. I did not care about it anymore. It's not like anyone else had to know about it. It didn't affect me in any certain way. So many people in engineering could not believe that I've never failed a class because it's such a normal thing in college. You go through things. Yeah. Your your grades suffer sometimes. And, and it's it doesn't fine. define you whatsoever. That's why you have so many different semesters to make up for it. It is a very, especially in college, it's a very normal thing to fail a class. I'm obviously not encouraging it. I recommend trying your best and then you don't have to waste money and time to take it again. Yeah, for sure. But it's not the end of the world. It happens so much more than you probably think it does. And like I said, as long as you are putting in the most effort that you can while still saying like mentally healthy, then that's all you can do. Like, like I said, there are things like Chegg, um, Pro Prep, different things like that that can help you along the way, getting a tutor, things like that. But if you're putting in all the effort that you can and you're really doing your best to care about school, the outcome doesn't matter stay involved, do extracurriculars. Like when you're going on job interviews or grad school interviews or things like that, like that's what people want to see is that you really put in the effort and that you're a good person. So don't let one test grade or one class be, you know, the be all end all. Even right now I'm getting to my finals and I'm like, you know, I kind of just want to enjoy myself a little bit this holiday season as much as I can, just because I know it's going to be stressful, especially with what's going on in the world right now. There's not a ton to look forward to because you can't really go anywhere. You can't really do anything. And I get that. It is so hard to be like stuck up in your house and, you know, getting through final season is hard enough, but now add the pandemic onto it. Like, trust me, I understand it is so difficult, but that's why you just need to celebrate the little wins and not let test anxiety get the best of you. Yes. I hope that helped. I don't know if it did. I feel like I rambled a lot. Well, one other little thing that I guess this is more of a study tip, but start studying earlier the more you can Mm -hmm. space out your studying and doing little bits at a time instead of trying to cram it all, even though I know sometimes you just, the last thing you want to do is study a week in advance and think about that test that early, but it's only going to make you feel more confident starting early little by little instead of cramming all of it. And then I feel like that's when I was always get the most stressed because I feel like I didn't do as much as I could because I left my time myself so little time. Yeah. Studies show also that if you time chunk it and you do a little bit each day, your brain actually like remembers it better. That's like proven studies. So if you go through and do like a chapter a day for a week before your test, by the time it gets to the day before or two, like you know the bulk of it, you're just fine tuning details. And that's when you feel the most confident when you take your test. Because if you get to the point where you feel like you can stop studying, that is the best feeling. Get to that point Mm -hmm. so you can kind of relax and you're not burnt out by the time you take the test. I used to literally have dreams especially in like my my calc 2 class same which was my first like really hard college class i used to before the final i studied so much i was literally solving math problems in my dreams and that's when i knew i was like i am so ready for this test because i can literally do this in my sleep and it worked i got an a i think i had one of the highest grades in the class so you're so smart oh my god i know no (laughs) just kidding yeah seriously study in advance i've always been like that and i feel like that is what helps me not like even though I'm an anxious person, it helps with that a lot. If I'm starting early, I don't feel as like scatterbrained Mm -hmm. and create like a study plan when you have the time, you know? Okay, next, how to stay motivated to get in shape or eat healthier. So for me, it's what motivates me is not it's so much thinking about like, oh, I'll look better. It's that I'll feel better because then you're thinking about it in more of a positive mindset and not a negative mindset. So if it's something like something I struggle with, for example, I'm going to be honest, I just want to sit on my couch, especially right now. I have no desire to work out. I just want to eat cookie dough, watch Christmas movies and literally not move. Have I done that the past couple of days? Yes. Should I work out tomorrow? Yes. But I'm listening to my body and knowing that I will have that motivation. And 
when the time comes, I will be motivated and I will go work out. But as far as what I eat, I feel crappy when I eat crappy. Mm-hmm. So that is what motivates me is I just don't want to feel that way. So as much as I freaking love Arby's beef and cheddars, I can't have two of those every day. As much as I would love to, I would literally feel disgusting. And so then that's my motivation. Other factors that I feel like always motivate me is for getting in shape, one, get something that excites you, whether that is a mm-hmm. workout Find outfit, a workout you love. new workouts that you love, right? Videos where there's just a workout instructor that you really vibe with and that makes you get motivated to do it. Um, a new pair of sneakers, a new headband, whatever the case, it can be something so small. But if you're having like problems getting yourself motivation of, get something that's going to be an outside factor that'll help motivate you. Something little like that. And then in terms of eating healthier, one of my biggest tips is just do not buy junk food. Don't buy foods that you know you're going to turn to because you don't feel like cooking. If you have access to those in your house, you are going to eat them. If it's something that you want to eat healthier, get those healthier foods. And another thing is I get excited to eat healthier. I use Pinterest for this. You can use like literally HelloFresh, like any other website. Get excited for meals. Right. Like find certain recipes that look good and that you're excited to cook. You're excited to eat and you're going to eat those foods. That's a big thing for us. The day, the weeks that we like don't plan out meals, we eat like crap. We're constantly thinking like there's nothing to eat at our house. So we eat out, plan healthy meals. Mm -hmm. I think one thing I'm going to do maybe like in the next couple of weeks is get HelloFresh because I love HelloFresh. Please sponsor us because we want to. I know. I really want to get in like the the pattern of having healthy dinner meals and for some reason I just like can't do it when I go to the grocery store I can't find meals that I like, buy the same things have, every single time yeah the grocery same store. we eat the same meals and then I'm sick of them so like I just need to get one of those meal kit services let me know if there's other ones out there that you guys enjoy you trying to find one that won't Gabby break the bank 90 I think is my recent HelloFresh code to get $90 oh, off. Gabby has her own code that, from but. Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> but HelloFresh, if you're listening, please sponsor our podcast. Yes, use code GabbyFleur90 yes. if you want to get HelloFresh. I do absolutely love them. Even without, what I love about HelloFresh is you don't have to order food and every single recipe is on their website. So if it's something that you don't want to commit to actually getting the whole meal kit, you can have you have access to every single recipe on their website. And every single HelloFresh recipe I've tried has been the best and seriously amazing. So... But if you're like me and you can put in minimal effort and you need to just get HelloFresh, then this is your sign. Just get it because I need to. All right. Lexi put these in order and man, did she just jump from one category (laughs) to the other. So next question is how to grieve the loss of a loved one. I almost feel like we aren't qualified enough to give this advice i mean granted we did lose our grandma and that was really freaking hard and i know that the holiday seasons is going to make it like that Mm -hmm. much harder because thanksgiving and christmas were like huge at her house so i know that that's going to be really tough so maybe we can give more advice when we get past that um an influencer to watch is gretchen garrity she's really great when it comes to talking about this she's very open about it she did lose her dad we also had a podcast episode with her where she kind of mentioned this so go reference that but I would say this can be even like with a breakup or, you know, someone passing away in your family. Time is the only thing that's going to help you heal. Right. You Um, can't just each day gets a little bit easier. What I found is the easiest way to get through something is to actually feel every single emotion that comes with it. So whether it's a breakup, whether it's losing a lost one or I listen. Oh, can you speak? No. Losing, losing a, a lost loved one, one. Awesome. <laughs> what I do I I've always been this way is when I feel like I have a ton of bottled up emotions and I just need something to get them out I watch a sad movie so do I recommend maybe watching a movie where a loved one also gets lost maybe not but if it's something that you really just want to get those emotions out do it it'll make you think of the situation you can cry it all out and I promise you it makes you feel so much better to get those emotions out. Once you get them out of you, then you can go to the next stage where you really try to do things to make you happy. Then you can distract yourself with your friends and with other things. But I feel like if you just keep telling yourself you're okay, you're okay, you're okay, and you don't actually do anything to really feel all those emotions, it's just going to stay inside of you for way too long. <laughs> yeah, I hate feeling my feels. I'm not going to lie. I freaking hate crying. I hate being sad. I hate sad movies. I See, hate sad I almost, music. I almost watched hate a sad it. Christmas movie last night because I don't like being in public alone as it is and in Hobby Lobby I was really stressed and it also just made me think about the fact that like this is the first holiday season in like five years that I 
am single and I'm alone and I was like right. this is kind of like I know this is a very common thing to feel this way I was like it kind of sucks it's kind of sad and I was a little bit like worked up and then I was gonna watch a sad movie but I ended up just decorating for Christmas and getting <laughs> happy instead so but yeah. it, I, that's what I like to do I like to get it out because I know it's worse and if I bottle it up then it's gonna be the smallest little thing and if I'm out in public or whatever that's gonna set me off and I'd rather just cry in the comfort of my home yeah I get getting that. it out than having it to the point where something so small just sets me over the edge yeah understand i get it i just hate freaking being sad but yeah Yeah. you should definitely feel your feelings again this is another therapy plug i'm gonna talk about because Mm -hmm. that is somebody that's qualified to help you and i think it's just great especially when you're dealing with things like this because they have the best coping mechanisms tailored to each type of person so that's my tip on that but it is hard it'll get easier day by day um time is really the only thing that's gonna heal you know certain emotions and it's going to come up like you're there's going to be a day where you're going to be fine and then something's going to remind you of that person and it's going to freaking come up and guess what it's okay be sad because nobody can tell you that your feelings aren't valid especially when dealing something as serious dealing with something as serious as loss i also cannot speak <laughs> it's a rough one today, a lot of saliva is pulling up in my mouth for some reason <laughs> i'm like choking on my own spit okay Advice on starting a new real job post-grad. Wouldn't know. Neither of us did that. (laughs) Yeah. So um, we're not the person to ask because Gabby doesn't have a new real job and I'm still in school. So I'm going to direct you to a different podcast. No. Um, I would say just like it's a super exciting time. Um, Maybe I'll have one of my best friends on the podcast that actually did this after college. One piece of advice that I got actually from listening to what we said, which is Chelsea and JC's podcast, which we've had both of them on as guests. You guys should definitely check out their podcast if you like. Oh my gosh, love love theirs. But something that they talk about actually with the episode that they had with their assistant, because she went through so many different jobs before she became JC's assistant. But think of things as even if it's you get a job, most of the time, the first time you get a job out of college it's not going to be your dream job. It's not going to be the one you want to do forever. But if you think of it as more of a stepping stone than your end all be all and just take everything for the experience that it is. And like, you're going to learn things about yourself. You're going to learn things about the job, what you like, what you don't like. Honestly, kind of like relationships. Like the odds of you getting married to your first love is what? Like 5% now? I don't even know. Something so low. I feel like it's the same for jobs. Like it doesn't have to be your end-all be-all if it's not the best paying job. You don't enjoy it. You feel like you're dragging yourself to work every day. It's okay to change jobs to whatever you have to do, but use it as, like, take it all in for what it is so that way you're more prepared for what's next to come in your future. Yeah, any experience is good experience. So mm-hmm. do what you can um, and just work at it. Nobody's, like she said, nobody's going to have their dream job right out of college most likely. So yeah, stepping stones. I step on those stones girl you better okay. hop 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 I don't know what that was we are literally losing our minds it's 6 p.m why are we acting like it's midnight because it feels like midnight because it gets so dark Ugh, I hate the time change okay tips for confidence and self-love so I would say focus on what makes you freaking awesome okay nobody is you and that is your superpower I feel like I'm just reading Pinterest quotes I'm not but <laughs> you focus like on what on makes bachelor. you you like for me I feel like a strength of mine is my sense of humor so when I'm feeling down I think of funny things and I try to make people laugh so sometimes I'll send Gabby something funny or you know I'll just like film a funny TikTok or I don't know just trying to focus on the good parts of me so for me that is my humor things I'm bad at that I try not to focus on balance (laughs) um my certain physical aspects of myself like you know in the chesty area it's just not not for me um the badonkadonk also not me the nose not me so I try to stray away from showing those parts of myself especially on social media that is that okay anyway (laughs) going to the confidence part Um, I feel like a lot of times when you really need to build yourself back up is after something happened to you, whether it's a breakup, a friendship breakup, a um, failure, you just haven't, right, you just, something just happened that you haven't been feeling the best. So in the, in my scenario, it was always the breakups. The first breakup I went through, I put my heart and soul into cheerleading. I was in the gym all the time doing what made me the most happy. I would just recreate people's stunts. I would fly because I know that's something that I am no matter what, always confident in. I know that 
that is something that I'm very talented in and it makes me feel really good. So that's something that I did the first breakup a ton and that made me feel really good. Now, the second time For around... Me, it's jump rope. I'm really good at jump roping and hula hooping. No, I'm just kidding. But those are weird talents that I have. I have I have nothing else to share. This second time around, I found a love for getting myself up, getting ready, whether it was taking pictures, even if it wasn't taking pictures. TikTok. Just, right. Just getting myself up and ready and like looking at myself in the mirror and literally being like, wow, like look at you when you put in minimal effort. Like you are beautiful no matter what. Like you deserve so much more than you went through and whatever the case is and I feel like you just have to find your thing that makes you feel confident it could be you know the little like new butt hip swivel shake thing on TikTok you're probably really good uh, some of you are some of you aren't I am not I've just tried look a lot. at me I'm not good at it <laughs> if that's something you're good at know that that's something that not everyone can do and you should feel confident in that. I feel like I guarantee you there is something in you that you have that many other people don't. And you need to find what that is. Find your confidence in that. And then kind of like fake it till you make it with every other aspect in your life. And as long as you focus on the little things and make your way to the bigger things, overall, you're just going to be a more confident person. You just have to think of yourself as the hottest person to walk on this earth. Are you? This is what I always say. No, Blake Lively exists. But that doesn't matter. You have to think of yourself that way. And as long as you like think it and tell yourself that, it literally comes off that way. Like the happier you are, the more confident you are. I swear the hotter you get. Oh, look at Audrey Peters. She is somebody on TikTok that talks mm -hmm. about this all the time. She literally thinks she's the hottest thing since sliced bread. And she said that's what has made her confidence go up. And if you think about it this way, every single person is insecure about something. Victoria's Secret models are insecure about something about them physically and like personality traits you know what i mean like everyone they, they just are everyone has yeah insecurities so it is what it is don't assign negative things to those pieces of you that you're insecure about just they're there and they make part of you so that's great with that in like the self-love category i feel like a lot of it also comes with like body issues and like body positivity and whatnot one thing i have to say about this is think of how many times the beautiful standard of a body has changed in your lifetime I mean, it's ranged from everything so like for instance a few years ago i hated how thick my thighs were because it was like the trend to have the thigh gap and whatnot no one talks about a thigh gap anymore that is not something that is like a, a lot of times your hips are just built differently that like that's not a natural thing to have i love for example my thick thighs now i am somebody with the thigh gap and i look awkward doing tiktok dances because of it so you know what <laughs> It is what it is. Like I said, I look like a baby giraffe because I am tall and thin and like I hate it sometimes. Sometimes I wish I was built like Gabby because she looks better in jean shorts and bathing suits than I do. <laughs> you just like you can't categorize or you can't think of how you are and compare that to society standards because society standards change way too much. So know that your, your body type might not be beautiful right now in society's eyes. I guarantee within the next like five years, some sort of body part in you is what's going to be considered beautiful it changes so much and you can't let that determine your worth and your beauty and anything like that because like she said everyone has insecurities and those insecurities are most likely going to be something that you love eventually hey i was called bucky all throughout middle school guess what i love my big teeth now so and guess what? she's going to be a dentist because of her teeth so look at that yeah look at that oh how the turntables <laughs> is from the office okay the next two kind of go together how to balance multiple things going on at once without being overwhelmed or overworked. And somebody said, I feel like I'm being productive, but not getting much done. I know you talked about it in your last episode, but could you elaborate on what you do to sort of help this, especially working for yourself, working from home in times like this, things like that. So yes, we did definitely talk about it in our last episode with self-care and burnout. If you have not, go listen to that. But to elaborate on that, something that Gabby told me is, if I am not feeling in the mood to study and I try to study, it ain't going to happen. And this happened to me the other day. I put on TV. I tried to balance that with studying because I really just wanted to watch TV. It didn't work. I sat there miserable for two hours getting not enjoying time done and not studying time done. So it was a mess. So time block time. Let yourself enjoy whatever you want to do. And then grind when it comes down to it. Because if you give yourself the whole day to do both, it's not going to happen. There used to be times, I think it was like two years ago or so, and we were home for Thanksgiving break. And Lexi had to study for a test. Well, I, it was like me, her, and my mom all together. And I remember like three hours passed, and she was still on the same PowerPoint <laughs> the slide. Same page. But she wasn't like having conversations with us. We weren't enjoying our time together at all. Like she was in her own little war world 
in the corner trying to study while also trying to be a part of us and instead of just taking an hour in the other room getting her studying done and coming back she wasted three hours not getting anything accomplished we didn't get to spend quality time together we didn't get to study and that's happened just even me on my own so many times where I'm like I don't want to study right now and I try to do it and it's just like it takes me forever if it's like a class like math or something if you're not in the mood your brain just doesn't work you get everything wrong it's frustrating and then you just feel worse about yourself where if you would have just taken an hour to watch tv watch a youtube video relax do whatever you wanted to do first to get you in a better mood and then spent less time studying i guarantee you're going to be more productive than if you would have like put away like three hours to trying to do it when you weren't ready So it's something that you have to know when you're actually in the mood and that's when you're going to be most productive. And then in terms of balancing multiple things, my biggest thing is you have to prioritize. I knew that Mm -hmm. in all my four years of college, I did college, I cheered and I worked. And I knew that my biggest priority was always school. I knew that's something that I had Mm -hmm. to do. It had to get done first. After that came work. That's something I have to make money. It's something I have to do to support myself. My last thing on that totem pole was cheerleading. If anything, if I had to give up anything because I couldn't handle it, I knew it had to be cheerleading. And because that was what I loved the most, I never let that happen. So I prioritized everything else first, got those done on my list before I even got to enjoy myself with cheerleading. And that is how I could balance everything. Yeah, I agree. And unfortunately, the last thing on Gabby's list actually was her relationship. And that's why it ended. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, it was. I No, put everything my problem that. is, is a lot of times I prioritize work and school over like the people in my life. And that is a problem that I have. So I need to be better at that. But I mean, like she same. said, just no one's checking in with it. yourself. I like to do a mental check-in. Um, I also use Notion for this now, but I used to have the passion planner. And at the end of every month, I would say, okay, did I get done what I wanted to? Were my priorities in check? Were every like were things in balance like I wanted to? So you can do that weekly. You can do that monthly. You can even do that every day. Like, hey, did I get everything I wanted done? And was I also able to enjoy myself and be happy? And just do little check-ins with yourself from time to time. And I think that that'll help. Okay, I'm going to reorder these because you put them into some random order. So next we're going to go to top three habits to success because I feel like we're on the kind of the, the route of that with the being productive and whatnot and I don't know I'm hoping you have one in mind because you wrote this question down and I'm hoping it'll spark something in my head so go ahead (laughs) uh yeah so I would say number one is stay organized get a planner number one habit Mm -hmm. to success I now use notion along with a planner but staying organized and having a planner is number one for sure number two get up early And I cannot Mm. believe I am saying this, but truly I believe that getting up early, starting your day on an early note. Up until probably a month ago, even sometimes now, she is the worst person in the morning. The worst that I've ever I've gotten so much better. I think I'm just getting older. Yes. (laughs) Honestly. But I'm saying if she's saying this and she's telling you it works, you have to listen because she was the worst human being in the world in the morning. My dad still says you can't talk to me before like 10 a.m. But yes, I am not a morning person. I am miserable in the morning. But I will tell you, when I get up early is the days I have productive days and also I'm able to enjoy myself and feel the most successful. So getting up early, having a planner, and number three, drinking water. I know it sounds Mm -hmm. stupid, but again, drinking a lot of water literally makes me successful in my physical and health aspect, my motivational aspect, my productivity, my beauty, like my skin looks better when I'm drinking water. Truly drinking water is the key to everything. So those are my top three tips. Sorry, I hope I didn't steal yours. No, you didn't. Because I was thinking of something completely different and I don't even have three. I just have one. And I guess that would be finding what truly motivates you. And I don't know if this is, I feel like I'm just wired differently. I am weird. For some reason, I, my dream job is being a mom. I, since the literally the day I was born all of my I only played with Barbie dolls baby dolls like I am meant to be a mom so something that when I no matter what if it's school work whatever the case is what really motivates me to get that stuff done is I want to be able to have the best future for my future family I want to set myself up so I am the best mom I am able to support my family like I can give them everything that I want to as a future mom and that is what motivates me through school through work like that is what really sets me what gets me going and why I want to be successful at a young age so that way I am setting myself up for the future I want 
So even if you don't want to be a mom, whatever the case is, I don't even if it's something as shallow as you want a big house in the future, literally whatever the case is, use that as your motivation and know that everything you're doing right now is setting you up for that route. Does that make sense? Yes, I like that. What would you say is your motivation? Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would say a couple things. Like short-term motivation is like, just hitting a certain goal in my mind as far as so for school my short-term motivation is like getting through the semester long-term is graduating getting into a good residency program becoming a dentist that is that social media I have certain number goals for like this is where I'd love to be you know follower wise like yes followers aren't everything but like it pushes me to want to create like solid content versus just like sitting on my couch with my slippers like here's a photo of me that two people are gonna like Things like that. Certain brands that I want to work with. Um, certain things I'd love to get in a different car. As much as like my car is fine, I'd like to get to the point financially where I feel comfortable having a car payment. I love that I paid off my car. And that's what's holding me back from like paying for another car because I don't want a car payment. Mm-hmm. I like that my car's paid off. You can relate. Like as much as like I'm sure you'd love to buy a Range Rover, it's I like mean, my no, Kia Soul I is fine because I paid it off. My Kia Soul. I know. <laughs> and my Chevy Sonic is fine, but like I'm not saying I want yeah, a luxury no, car. I want right. a freaking Prius or like a Tesla, like something. You know what I mean? Like, so that's that. I would say that's my motivator. Okay. Um, this just sparked that. I remembered I saw a TikTok this week that I really loved. And it's the same thing, but they worded it as like knowing your why. So you start with your big overarching goal. So my goal would be setting up the best future for my family and you break that down then and it's like why do you want to do that and it's whatever the reason and you keep breaking that down five times to get to the very basic reason of why so the example they used in the tiktok was like it was her why is i want to have a big house and it was why do you want to have a big house and it was so her future parents can live with her or not future parents her parents can live with her in the future and then it was why do you want to do that and it was like because they gave me so much when they barely had anything that I want to give back to them. Like whatever the case is and you break it down to the very like bare minimum reason why. And I feel like once you are aware of that, that just helps motivate you in literally every aspect of life. It gets you so like set on the right track knowing it's not this huge goal that's out of reach. Like once you break it down to little stepping stones, it's something that you really can't accomplish if you just focus on the little things every single day. Yeah. Love that. Agree. Is that all your tips? Yeah, I had one. But I feel like that's a big okay. one on top of yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how do you know if they're the one? We'll do a couple more because we're already getting, you know, a little uh, long here with the episode. But how do you know if they're the one? I don't think there is the one. I'm not trying to be the rude. One. He could be Ooh. the one. Please don't. Okay. Guys, I'm so sorry you had to listen to that. <laughs> um, yikes. Gabby cannot sing. That is something well, I that obviously wasn't trying. Just... That's one thing I always <laughs> say. That's one is. skill that I wish I had okay back anyways how do you know if they're the one I don't think that there is only one person for you but if you're saying how do you know you're in the right relationship for you right now um I would say I know it sounds stupid but when you know you know you will know if there's something going on in your relationship that isn't what you want and that's okay but I just feel like I always give the example like okay there have been relationships before where I was very I wouldn't say I'm very I wasn't very clingy but I was very like anxious in my relationship I didn't know what they were doing when they were you know going out with their friends and I wasn't okay with that and so I was like a little bit psycho and I would constantly question things easy yes and I always told myself like this just must be the way I am but now that I'm with Sean totally not like that at all I do not care whether he is out with his friends two nights in a row because I know that you know his intentions are pure and he I trust him and things like that and when that's the case I feel like you just know that when there's no like obviously there's going to be problems I am not telling you our relationship is perfect not at all we have fights like that is that but it's when you know that both people in the relationship want the same things and Mm -hmm. you're willing to work at those things and you just feel secure that is to me like the biggest thing you feel secure in your relationship and you feel like happy I don't know like it sounds dumb but if you end up stressing and like worrying about your relationship and it ending more than enjoying it that is when I feel like it's not the right relationship yeah completely it it really is a one you know you know type of situation and like she said there isn't just one like there were so many times where I knew in my past relationship like I was in the right relationship at the moment like it's not that you know like relationships go through phases and before it got to the very end like I really knew that I had the security. 
I feel like, honestly, a huge phase that I feel like was why I know that I was in the relationship at the time is I don't think I would have gone through college without that relationship. I think that was Mm -hmm. my sense of security and comfort. And he did an amazing job of keeping me on track and like really calming me down that I don't think I would have made it through that without him. And that's why I am not, I feel like you have to think of past relationships as that instead of like, it's not a waste of time. Like he, that relationship happened for a reason. It got you through whatever it was and you learned so much out of it that now you can take with you. And now I know that I've seen both sides of a relationship when it did feel right and when it felt wrong that I feel like now I can go into my next relationship knowing Mm -hmm. when it's the right one. I agree. Yeah, I think you learn so much about yourself in relationships, even when they end and other people and what you want. Like I came out of that relationship saying, listen, I want someone that, you know, does X, Y and Z. And I wasn't looking for that. But then I found Sean and he had those things. So it's like, just know what you want and know you'll know when you feel good. Like I said, mm-hmm. you'll feel good. You'll feel secure. Also, and that person that. doesn't complete you. They compliment you. You aren't going to that person and that person isn't coming to you to fill voids in their life. You don't need that person. That's when you know you're in the right right relationship. Both of you don't need each other. You would be perfectly fine without them, but you want to be with each other. You want that person around to make your life better, but you know that you would be 100% fine without them. That's another good one. sister. Okay another relationship like one and then i think maybe we'll stop with this one does that sound good to you sure sounds good and we'll definitely do a part two because we have a lot still here we still have a lot here so stay tuned for an episode on advice part two but this is like i feel like a big one so should Mm -hmm. i get back with my ex i'm starting to catch feelings again but he cheated on me so regarding cheating specifically i think it is very specific for each person i do think people can change However, I know myself and I know that that would be something that I would carry with me for a very long time. So it's if you're willing to give that person a second chance and if you're willing to work through it together. Couples therapy is another thing that I think a lot of couples can benefit from. Even if you're not like going for a specific reason, I think it's great to just talk about, you know, communicating and how to communicate and things like that. Um, I personally think a lot of times they are your ex for a reason and you really have to evaluate if things have changed if you have changed if that person has changed if the timing has changed and your relationship is different I think Gabby can speak on that more um the only time I've ever gotten back with an ex it was very toxic high school like break up every couple weeks type of thing so I would say no but she has gone through that and it has been successful to a point so so I've never personally been cheated on but something that I feel like right in common with getting cheated on and just going back to an ex is you have to know that yes people can change but they have to show you that they changed before getting back into a relationship. You can't be going mm-hmm. back into that hoping to fix them. Just because, because it's not you going catch feelings. Yes. Yeah. Because most likely you miss that idea of that person and you don't actually miss that person. And that's kind of what I'm going with right now with the holiday season. It's like I miss having someone. I'm going to I'm going to be very honest. I miss having someone to do the holiday stuff with. And then as I was decorating last night, I realized that I was the only one decorating last year anyway. He didn't share that excitement with me. He wasn't. So it's like I miss the idea of someone and I'm I'm obviously associating that idea to a person because that's, you know, like this was our apartment or whatever. But it's like I'm making scenarios up in my head that didn't exist. So you have to really check. Do you miss buying gifts? Because you can buy gifts for me <laughs> instead. No, because my gifts and his gifts came out of the same bank account and it was a lot of lost money at one time. <laughs> but so I feel like a lot of times that's the scenario with an ex is you miss the idea more than you actually miss the person. So really check yourself in on that one and pinpoint it down to is it him specifically or is it the comfort in the relationship and all the good things that came with it and are you just totally not thinking of the bad things anymore. But with like should you get back to with an ex they can change. They have to show you that they have changed and that they are kind of like putting you first and really putting in the work to get back together. And I, even though it ended again, I will say that I I don't regret getting back with Lake at all. At that point, one of the things that I needed him to show me was that he was doing the little things to win me over again. He was putting me first. He was, you know, kind of like making, going, going out of his way to make me happy. And he was doing all of those things. And just like I said in the breakup video, one of the main reasons that it didn't work out is it was always in my head that he gave up and walked away once. And I've just like Lexi said, I'm the type of person where that's really hard to forget about. 
And although he was showing me that he changed and he was doing little things, eventually that started to fade away. And it was, it wasn't all his fault. It was very, honestly, I feel like our relationship and our breakup was like completely 50-50 both sides. But it's just, people can change. But at the same time, if it's something that you know you can't forgive, you have to weigh out all the options, make a pros and cons list, whatever the case is, know yourself, know your person, and do whatever you really think is best. There's not a yes or no answer to this, and it's completely situational. (laughs) Rita almost just walked on my keyboard and ended this entire podcast. (laughs) So before that happens, I think that was great advice. Um, Feel free to reach out. Yeah, um, we have a part two coming for sure because there's a lot of questions we didn't get to. But I also don't know if it's coming next week. It might be. We have to plan it out. But me and Lake actually plan on doing an entire episode of – breakup advice relationship advice because we have both sides on it he did the breaking up but I feel like I have a lot of advice and stuff on like the confidence side and like getting over it better than he does so like we have like completely different sides to it pretty much every variation of a breakup and we want to do a whole episode to help you guys out we are great friends now everything's fine we communicate whenever we need something I think it would be really unique to have an actual broken up couple give their advice on their story i'm very thankful that we had a very mature amicable breakup and there's no beef no one cheated no one like there's literally no issues between us at all like we straight up just grew apart and i feel like it'll honestly help both of us too talking through it and really hearing the other person's side and i'm hoping it helped you you guys out as well so that is coming soon and i because so many of these questions were relationship questions so yes so many exciting things coming Okay, so thank you for listening. As always, follow us on the podcast Instagram, chicken noodle underscore scoop. Can I tell? Oh my gosh, that was not English. (laughs) Chicken noodle underscore scoop. Let us know what guests you want to see on the podcast. Let us know what topics you want us to talk about or just say hi. You know, we love to chat with you guys over there. So and I'm going to go decorate my tree. And I'm going to go eat because my stomach is rumbling so loud. You can probably hear it on the podcast. (laughs) I agree. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Okay. I feel like we reached a wide variety of topics. And I'm actually, I must say, I'm pretty proud of our advice this one. I think it went very yeah, well. go team. Besides messing up our words a couple times. But the, the, the <laughs> thoughts, the ideas were there. The thoughts they were, were there. there. <laughs> they were out on the table. I'm hoping you guys also received them, understood what we were saying. But I'm pretty proud of this one. Okay, great. I'm so glad that you <laughs> felt the need to hype us up at the end there. Thank you. Um, okay, so thank you for listening to this week's episode of... Chicken, Chicken noodle, noodle scoop. scoop. Bye. Bye. <laughs>